Happy Monday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Hope you all are doing well. Hope you've had a great weekend. Listen, before we get started with today's episode, I want to take a quick moment to say thank you to everybody who is listening in for the first time, or maybe you're a new returning listener. I want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast today. And of course, I cannot forget about those of you all who have been growing with me. Thank you so much for your continued love and support of the podcast. It means the world to me, and I'm so happy to have you all here. Look, we've got, what, maybe five months left? in this year and I know 2020 has been crazy we're going to get some into some good conversation today around some of 2020 but before we even do that I'm going to start implementing some new things here on the podcast with different thoughts um, and they're going to be thoughts that come from one of my six books um, and in this we will kind of just cover some conversations that I would love for you all to be able to leave questions or comments about and today I want to kick it off with this I know a lot of people ask when they hear me use the term between the dream or where did the idea come from once they start listening to the podcast of, well, what is between the dream, right? And I think that between the dream in itself is so important and needed when we talk about where we are in today's world and with life right now, right? So between the dream was a quote that was originally stated from me after I heard one of my mentors say something to me. Now, I butcher what he said, but I know how I heard it. And in that, that's what I took it as. But he essentially said to me, you know, the point between your present moment and your promise is your process, right? So this point, this idea of where you currently are and the goal, the the promise where you will be um, is this process in between. And when he said that, for whatever reason, between the dream is what stuck out to me, right? And so with this whole notion of between the dream, that's what it came from. It is the point between your present moment and your promise. I like to call that area the process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, purpose, and plan meant for your life. And that is what we have with Between the Dream, right? And you can obviously read more, learn more on it by checking out the Between the Dream book or any of my other books on my website, richardtaylorjr.com. Um, if you are an ebook reader, you can go to Amazon and get the ebooks. Print books are only available at my website, richardtaylorjr.com. Make sure you check it out. And as always, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. So let's go ahead and get into today's conversation. I was thinking about this for a while, um, but it really kind of gained a head of steam this weekend. So obviously, COVID happens, we're in quarantine, everything shuts down. One of the big things that shuts down for me, though, that I truly love and I wish I had at times was the gym, right? Now, if y'all know me, Y'all know I was a stairmaster in there, dancing on the stairs, forward, sideways, backwards, doing my thing, all of that. And in the process of that, I definitely lifted a lot of weights, too. So I was starting to get a little physique on me. Wasn't as big as the rock, but definitely could have been called the pebble. I had a little body. And all of a sudden, COVID happens, and I'm freaking out. And I'm like, man, well, what now? And next thing you know, we find out that the fitness center inside of our condo space is also going to be closed just to look out for the elders in the building. We ain't trying to spread no germs. Cool, whatever. Right. So I stay in a decent enough neighborhood and I got a, enough of the, the ocean outside to where I'm like, I can run. And so I started gaining um, up the, the, the pace to do like these five mile runs every day. Right. 
And so that's where I am now. And I was looking at my Nike Run Club app over the weekend. And so since the start of my first run on March 28th, I am literally like maybe 20 miles away from uh, 600 miles ran since that time. Right. And I'm 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 happy about it. I'm thinking like, man, that's kind of dope. Like you've been out here killing it, bro. But then on the same breath, like I was quickly humbled and reminded of a time where I could have never imagined me being able to do this and to gaining an affinity for it, to gaining some kind of love for it, right? Like running in high school when I was playing football was not really a love-hate. It's just the fact that our coaches tried to run us into the ground. So there was a, a small bit of hate with it. But then when I gained all of that weight, right? So when I got up to 370 and I'm sitting here at the heaviest weight that I'd ever been and I'm trying to lose weight for the sake of my health to get into a good space, I was frustrated. I was very scared. I didn't know what to do and I didn't know what was going to happen because of the fact that I'm looking at all of these other folks who are in shape, everybody else who seemed to have it together. And in the process of doing this, what I found was myself being very discouraged. Now, one of my best friends from college um, was a standout athlete on my college's football team. And um, he opted to help me and become my trainer over the summer and into the school year. So 10 years ago in 2010, and he was like, man, I got a whole little regimen set out. We're going to get this work done, yada, yada, yada. I was trying to stick to just doing a little bit of weights, maybe playing some basketball, shooting around, getting on the elliptical every now and again, and then walking on the treadmill. And my man was like, if you ever want to get past the point that you're at right now, you're going to have to do more. And he challenged me one day randomly at the gym and like, hey, we're going to implement some sprints slowly and let's go ahead and give this a shot. Right. So I'm sitting at the campus rec center at Northern Illinois University heated because I'm like, man, I got to get ready to do this, y'all. And so here it is. I get on there. He's like, look, we're just going to do a small little 45 second interval. Let you sprint. He was like, I won't take it to top speed, but I'll take it to a speed that you normally wouldn't run. And I did it. And in the process of doing it, you know, I'm trying to put my hands down on the rails on the side to catch myself. And he's like, nope, keep your hands off. He was like, you got to be able to use your hands to move while you run. And next thing you know, y'all, like I just felt sick to my stomach and I'm frustrated and I'm angry. And I hop off the treadmill right at the 45 second mark, go find the nearest garbage can. And I do like this, like semi fake throw up like it wasn't really fake. But it wasn't all the way real. Like it was real, but I didn't have no food on my stomach. So it was just kind of like waterish. Either way, I know that's gross, but still, it's the reality. But by this time, I felt like all eyes are on me, right? And so I'm angry. I'm super frustrated. I burst out into tears as I come back to the treadmill. He's waiting for me. And I just feel humiliated, right? And I remember in the process of feeling humiliated, I literally had this thought in my mind, like, I'm never going to be able to get past this. I'm never going to be good enough to do anything beyond what I have going on right now. And this was 10 years ago. And it's crazy because as I'm looking back at that moment and some moments that came in between, there were moments and points in time where I would feel like I'm never going to be able to physically get to some shape or form or even just a peak to where I'm doing halfway okay, right? And in this, I, I was humbled over the weekend from this, this idea that, man, like I could not see this 10 years ago. I could not envision this 10 years ago. And I could not imagine that I'd ever be able to do what I'm doing now and actually have a huge love for it. And, and not only a love, but 
low-key kind of becoming like a legit athlete in the process of it definitely in the space with my neighborhood with other runners and it's been super dope right and so it got me to thinking though about where we are in our current state of the world with COVID happening with everything that's going on with plans that we've had right my anniversary is tomorrow delina and i are celebrating three years and so many things i would have loved to do right i'm talking like let's be on somebody's island all inclusive we chilling right now we enjoying the sand and the sun and somebody's ocean right i know so many people talked about birthday trips that got canceled this year right just maybe your first time taking a trip you got your passport this year right before everything happened and boom now you can't use it right so many different things that have taken place changes in jobs changes in our career paths changes within our family maybe you got a new addition coming uh unfortunately with covid maybe we've subtracted right we've lost some people and so with, with all of this happening this change these things have been titled as unprecedented times right and and when we look at our current circumstance um as unprecedented what we tend to find is that a lot of times we will start to look at these types of moments in life as impossible to overcome right feeling like we're going to be stuck where we are forever and i really just want to give a little bit of encouragement to you all with this right when we adopt that kind of mentality when we start to look at things and deem them as impossible um or or even stating out of our mouths that we will be in this moment in space forever <clears throat> What we have happened sometimes, even though we don't recognize it or know it, is that this can be a catalyst in leading to hopeless thoughts. And from the hopeless thoughts comes hopeless living. Right. And so I, I just want to I want to help you all in the next few minutes here to overcome this, because hopelessness is a real thing in this season. When we talk about covid, when we talk about where we are and what's taking place. Right. Um, and it starts to, to peek over into our emotional health. It starts to peek over into our mental health. And when it does. Right. Hopelessness can start to turn into a drowning sad that can lead into depression that can cause us to become very anxious about the future and in feeling like we've got to do so much right now in this moment that can actually add stress on to the brain and of course stress on to the body and when this happens guys what we tend to see is that sometimes we become suicidal now hear me out before you argue with me, I'm not saying you're going to be suicidal from a standpoint of taking your life, right? That can be a thing. We've seen so many outbreaks of suicide during COVID, but there's also the point in space. I talk about this in the Between the Dream book, actually. There's a chapter I wrote in there called The New Suicide, where I talk about and challenge on this idea of how sometimes the actions of suicide don't always come from a physical standpoint. Sometimes we are attempting suicide on our dreams and our goals because of where we are in life we are attempting suicide on on our relationships right on ourselves from a non-physical standpoint but it is literally the execution of everything that we believed in that we hoped for that we had faith in and now when life happens when things start to kind of go crazy in the moments where it's not our moment it can become very easy for us to give up in that moment of giving up in that moment of causing something that we loved and believed in so much to become lifeless we have then attempted suicide on said thing and i just want to encourage you all with this today right 
Hopeless thoughts can lead to hopeless living. Hopeless living can cause us to start moving and treating everything in life as if as if it's hopeless. Definitely during a time like this. Right. So before you give in to hopelessness, I want to encourage you all to do one simple thing right now, and that is continue to continue. Excuse me, continue to do all of the same things that you're doing right now that have helped you to maintain, right? Some of us might say, keep that same energy, keep that same fervor. However, you stated, I need for you to do that. I need for that energy that you had prior to COVID happening, that same uh, zest and fervor, fervor, excuse me, that you had for life, that that level of energy and, and just that 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 motivation to continue to move forward i need you to keep that right now in these moments it is going to be so important for you as you move forward hear me understanding that with covid with moments in life like a COVID, you're not going to see big changes from them right now, right? We might get a peak and a burst every now and again, but this is one of those long haul seasons, right? Where in these moments, you got to understand that not every season in life will be a full on thrive moment or a full on sprint, but rather a steady pace of maintenance until your next big break, right? And so with that being the case, you have to be able to continue to keep yourself ahead by building readiness through preparation. That is actually the second point that I wanted to give you all, right? We stay ready by continuing to do the small things right. Yeah, okay, you're not gonna see major change from them right now, but what you're doing is you are keeping yourself involved. You are keeping yourself fresh. You are keeping yourself in the loop. You are keeping yourself maintained. And sometimes in some seasons, that is all we are asked to do. It's not gonna be over the top. It's not going to be something that it, it needs to, you know, happen, you know, all the time consistently from a standpoint of big win, big win, big win. You will have seasons like that. But right now with where we are for so many people, we just need to focus on staying maintained. And why am I encouraging this? Why am I pushing this so much? Because from somebody who's lived it, from somebody who knows, I'm telling you right now, when we find ourselves in spaces like this, in moments where we feel hopeless like this, what we tend to have happen is that we steer away from the small things that we were doing when life was better, when things were good, when things were in a better state and space for us, whether through our finances or through our mental and emotional or in our relationships, whatever it might be. One of the things that you will notice is that a lot of times when we get hit by life, the investments that we make in our down moments are not the same investments that we are making when things are going well. And I'm wanting to challenge you today with this to let you know that you have to be able to take the time to keep the same energy in doing the small things that you were doing when things were okay, even though they are not okay right now. What we tend to find is that it is easier to fall victim to hopelessness, to fall victim to depression, to fall victim to anxiety, to have our moods shifted, to even fall victim to the likes of a bipolar disorder, right? Where we start to kind of lash out, right? Anger is taken over in ways that it didn't before. We're frustrated. We're irritable. We're not talking to our, our children the same way, our spouses the same way. Make sure you go check out last week's episode. We are 
are doing things differently. And in these moments of doing them differently, the one thing that sticks out the most that we are doing differently is that we are opening up the doorway um, unintentionally to worse things happening because of the fact that we have let go of those small things that we used to do that helped us when things were better. And the reality is, is that many of us let them go because we get so overwhelmed and we kind of start to look at them like, oh, well, it's not working because I still feel the same way or things are still the same way. And that's where we've got to have a mindset shift. That is where we've got to change our thinking and our approach to what we're thinking. Right. And so, listen, I just want for you all to pay attention to how you are perceiving situations in times like this. This is so important, right? It is so important for you to understand how you're looking at things, right, and how you're perceiving it. This can lead you to a hopeless approach in your future. And so in order not to get to that space, we've got to do some reframing when it comes to how we are identifying and labeling the situations that we're currently in. Right. And then there are three things that I want to give you all to help you in this moment of dealing with the hopelessness of dealing with those moments like Richard from 10 years ago on a treadmill, thinking that he's never going to be able to do this and that he's never going to be able to lose weight and that he's just going to die, you know, overweight with all of these health issues. And you might feel like this is you i just need for you to do three three simple things right tangible things that you can start today the first is to continue keep doing your work keep doing the things that you were doing and do them well the second thing is to be open to checking your heart and your emotions. Why? Because when you can be open to checking your heart and emotions, it makes it easier for you to go back and look at how you maybe have misperceived some of the situations that are going on right now. And it allows you to take the time to reframe your situation and in the reframing, taking a different approach than you have in the past. This can be so beneficial for you, so helpful for you. And I want to encourage you to do it. Why? Because you deserve it. You deserve it. Right. And then finally, I need for you all to stay engaged with the vision that led you to the very thing that hopelessness is trying to pull you away from right now. When we get into states and in, in, in moments of hopelessness and we start to live it out, it can become very easy for us to forget about the vision. It can become very easy for us to forget why we're in it, why we're doing it. And I just want to encourage you all, do not let this be your downfall, please. Understanding that even though you might not see big knockout the field home runs right now from the small investments that you're making, what you are doing by doing this is keeping yourself afloat and you're keeping things in motion. And for a season like this that none of us have ever lived through, I think that is so important when we talk about embracing our process. Thank you all so much for listening in today. Uh, I want to encourage you all to go check out my website, richardtaylorjr.com. There you'll be able to find all of my products as far as my books are concerned. Got some new merch on the way, so I'm super excited about that. Um, of course, stay in touch with me. Instagram, Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn is Richard L. Taylor Jr. And Twitter is at TrulyTaylorMade. Love you guys. You're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dreams.